Good morning, welcome to Sobirov's Wednesday live show. Today we will be talking about Canada's immigration plan for 2024-2026. So stay tuned, let's get started. Just a quick reminder before we start. Please know that whatever you hear in these live sessions or any content you see on social media by Savirov's law firm is general information only and not legal advice. While we may use certain real-life scenarios or legal cases for learning purposes, it is important to remember that this does not constitute a legal opinion. For personalized legal advice, please consult with your lawyer or hire a Canadian immigration lawyer. Now, let's get back to our show. As usual, before we start, there are news pieces that we thought would be relevant for our audience. News piece number one is from Toronto Star reporting that India is resuming some visa services for Canadians at consulates and abroad. Uh, as you remember, Canada and India are in a bit of diplomatic crisis, but and India stopped issuing new visas for Canadians. Now this is a good news. As I said in my previous uh, videos, Things will happen in political reality and political sphere, but business should go on. As they say, the show must go on. Two countries are very interconnected. They're doing business. People are coming from India to Canada and from Canada to India on business and personal visits. So I think the diplomatic crisis is um, improving in a sense that things are improving overall. And as you can see from another report from Toronto Star, Indians still want to move to Canada despite growing anxiety over political tension. And we, as Canadian business immigration lawyers, we have a lot of clients from India. They have never stopped uh, due to this political or diplomatic crisis. They are moving forward and I suggest you do the same. So let's start with our presentation. I have a small presentation today and about immigration plan based on the media press press conference that immigration minister mark miller did yesterday and today we are also expecting something will be coming up in the afternoon are you constantly on the move managing your business and looking for a convenient way to stay informed about expanding your business to canada look no further Introducing Speaking of Canada, the podcast that keeps you in the loop on all things related to Canadian business immigration, delivering the latest news and valuable tips and captivating interviews. No matter how busy your schedule gets, Speaking of Canada has got you covered. Minister of Immigration uh, Mark Miller did a press conference in Ottawa yesterday and he outlined, without giving specific numbers, he outlined what's going to happen in Canadian immigration in the coming years. So first and foremost, why November 1st is important. Today is November 1st and we are expecting some real tangible data coming out from the immigration ministry. The, the minister is mandated to announce his plans for the future before November 1st. And usually the ministry is meeting, usually meets the deadline and they keep it until the last moment, November, November 1st. So the immigration plan is not a legally binding document. Please note that you cannot hold the government accountable for not meeting the plan or overachieving the plan. It's not a legal document in a way. It's just a political statement that what we are trying to do to the best of our skills and taking into account all the realities during that period of time, 2024, 2026. And 
uh, remember that this is a new minister that came in this, this summer and it's his first attempt on immigration and most of the, most of the job, the labor work was done by the previous ministry, uh, Minister Sean Fraser. Now he is about to announce what has been done uh, by, by the previous team of, uh, of uh, bu bureaucrats. It's the plan, it is just an according, uh, it, it is adjusted according to economic realities, social realities, and I would say geopolitical realities too. During the, every year it's revised, and now it will be more and more fine-tuned to Canadian needs and interests going forward, as Minister Miller mentioned yesterday. Usually the, the set targets are achieved, Yes, realistically, they are achieved. And to this year's target set by the previous immigration minister will be achieved most probably. And federal high-skilled category, which includes federal skilled worker, federal skilled trades, Canadian experience class, and provincial nominee programs take the biggest chunk out of that immigration plan, the volume of immigrants coming in. These two big categories take the most of the spot. Okay, so what happened yesterday, it was just a press conference by immigration minister uh, ba based on the rich Canada, Canada's rich culture and diversity as a result of its immigration policies. They will focus on that, continue focusing on that going forward. The goal is to create a nimble immigration system that meets the needs of uh, the country and newcomers. As you may know, you are a potential immigrant, those who are watching us from different parts of the world. The system that Canada has created over many decades, the immigration system, has become very as a big machine, a big processing machine. But now it's time the, the ministry has realized to make a nimble, fast-moving immigration system, and I hope they will do it through digitalization. As, as we can see here, they will introduce the Digital Platform Modernization Project for more efficient and human-focused immigration journey. As you can see, Immigration Canada website is a very confusing place to be. Uh, and they, I hope they will make the platforms more user-friendly, make it easy for people who are doing the journey independently or through paid legal representatives like lawyers. Uh, they want to do it through the new digital platform modernization. Hopefully, that will result in reduced time, uh, processing times, and improve application processing. There are approximately 2 million applications in the backlog still. Uh, by the end of this year, I don't think the backlog will be reduced significantly. They will embrace digital tools for efficient processing, use advanced analytics for automation, which we already know they, they have been announcing it bit by bit during the course of summer uh, of this year. And they want to, uh, the immigration wants to expedite visa, visitor visas and expand the electronic travel authorization, which they already did by including 13 additional countries for the ETA process. And they want to combine major events, they want to coordinate major events with the IRCC that, that, will, that will facilitate quick obtaining, obtaining uh, the visitor visa for those events. 
Uh, going forward, what that means to you if you are a business person attending major events, exhibitions, or trade shows in Canada, make sure that your event is uh, registered with the IRCC because they will probably be coordinating with the event organizers and the ministry so that your visa is obtained faster. So they will probably create a special unit or, the, or a concierge service for major events such as uh, last year we attended uh, Collision 2023 or other major trade shows that happen in Toronto and across Canada every year. So make sure you, your event is a major event and it's coordinated with IRCC. Next, they wanted to, they, the immigration minister said they want to improve uh, by removing barriers to welcoming the people we need for the future, which means that uh, they want to amend the major legislation, which is Immigration and Refugee Protection Act, IRPA in short, that came into force in, 2020, uh, in 2002. So 21 years have passed and it hasn't been overhauled. This legislation, according to the minister, will be amended they, must, they want to ensure the legislation continues to reflect the goals of our immigration system and that it provides sufficiently flexible framework to meet them while keeping Canada safe. So I think uh, as a lawyer, I, I'm curious what kind of am amendments will be to the main act that, we, uh, you know, that guides and, and governs immigration. And you, as a potential immigrant or potential applicant to any visa or immigration program, should be also following uh, these changes and how they will affect your situation. Second, they want to tackle, they want to tackle uh, barriers in accessing the international student program and, I, uh, and increase francophone immigration uh, from sub-Saharan Africa. So if you are, if you are from sub-Saharan Africa and you are francophone, I think you will have better chances to immigrate going forward. Uh, the, there were scandals in immigration relates, relating to student immigration, student uh, visas. They will now be more diligent in verifying a letter of acceptance. And these are the potential permanent residents because most international students, they want to stay in Canada after their education. So government is paying more attention to that at the beginning of the pipeline where students are coming in, ed getting education in Canada, and then moving forward with permanent residence. Next uh, points to, that I want to highlight, you can read the statements under this video, we, we will leave the links, but these are the points that I want to highlight that are relevant mostly to our audience, the business immigration uh, audience. Ministry wants to strengthen partnerships with employers and institutions that rely on immigration, which means that now, uh, as I said, letter of acceptance will be verified. The students will have better protection. They, there will be an imp, a new recognized institution framework where institutions will get basically additional recognition and points if they uh, act accordingly. So they will achieve higher standards across key performance indicators, such as integrity, student support, how, uh, such as housing, and sustainable intake of students. So 
if you or your loved ones, the family members are coming to Canada to study, make sure that the, now going forward, the institution, uh, the college or university is in, within this framework. The one that is directly related to business immigration is implementing recognized employer pilot project, which basically recognizes the compliant employers in Canada that are hiring foreign workers, and they will make it easier for them to, to bring foreign workers. Canadian, uh, Canadian employers who are our clients that rely on immigration, that rely on foreign workers, should be more attentive going forward because the system uh, that is now being implemented together with Employment and Social Development Canada, uh, starting from last August, it will, it will address the, the labor shortage, but again, it will recognize certain employers that have been compliant. And those who are not compliant will probably not benefit and will be in a disadvantaged position. Um, and other noteworthy points that I want to mention, uh, the Immigration Canada, the Department of Immigration, wants to explore new opportunities to support employers. So uh, there will be uh, to, to allow them hire internationally the talent that they need, including small and medium-sized employers. That's very important because our clients who are interested in business immigration are usually small and medium-sized businesses. They don't have a lot of budget to go international and hire internationally. But let's see what kind of support the government will be giving to those individuals, to those employers who are small in size. And overall, digitalization is main topic going forward digital data-driven digital platforms to in increase the online experience of users whether they are represented by a lawyer or not a Canadian government uh, the Immigration Canada will make it easier and more user-friendly so and finally the ultimate goal of many uh, business immigration and all immigration categories is to obtain Canadian passports so to make it easier for those who became ca Canadian after getting uh, the citizenship, there will be, it will be easier to get a passport by applying online, an option to apply online. At the moment, you have to apply in person, unfortunately, but that's going to change. Okay, the plan. Let's look back into the history and see last year on November 1st, uh, previous immigration minister, Sean Fraser, made these um, revelations basically in terms of 2023 to 2025 the number is increasing and yesterday minister miller said the numbers will not be decreasing he was vague enough saying that and it's safe for us as we speak today before 4 p.m that the numbers will roughly be the same overall numbers the numbers were 465,000 in 2023. Probably we are achieving that target this year. In 24, it's 485,000. In 25, it will increase up to 500,000. So basically, Canada is saying that we cannot afford decreasing the number of immigration, uh, immigration flow, the, the, the volume of immigration flow. And to, to get the exact numbers, you need to stay tuned. Minister Miller will have a Another session, media session, today at 4 p.m. Uh, in Ottawa at the House of Commons. 
and we will get back to you with the exact numbers. At the moment, it's safe to say these numbers on the screen from the previous year are realistic. Let me bring the media announcement. You need to be following, we will leave the, the links below, but as you can see, there will be immigration levels plan announced at 4 p.m. Eastern time today, on Wednesday, November 1st. As I said, immigration minister takes its time to meet the deadline of November 1st every year. And I think it will be interesting to watch. Uh, if you can uh, tune in again at 5 p.m. today, we will do another live session and get more uh, tangible numbers. So today, it's all from me. Uh, if you need holistic guidance and, you know, holistic approach to your business immigration, we are here to help with our more than 10 years of doing this business. Business immigration is our business. So you can contact us through social media. Make sure you leave your comments. Make sure you subscribe. And I promise every comment under, under this video will be responded in due course. So now it's time for your questions. If you have any questions, uh, write them now. Or when we go live at 5 p.m. Eastern time again today, you can save your questions for a later time. To stay updated on all things related to Canadian business immigration, check us out on social media. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest news and updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell to stay informed about the most recent immigration news, interviews with top immigration specialists, and our weekly live shows. Visit our website at www.sabiravs.com for more information or to book a consultation with our team of experts. Okay, time for your questions today. Uh, I have two questions so far. If you have more, please type. Uh, let me read the question. Um, I think it is from Joseph. Joseph is asking, what is in store for us who are planning to come to Canada? Well, at least, Joseph, there are 400,000 plus spots that you can fit into one of the categories to come to Canada. And Please be mindful that when I say immigration plans, and we will announce the exact numbers, from previous year, 465,000, these are permanent residents, okay? Not temporary residents for, such as students or tourists or um, workers, foreign workers. There's no limit to those categories. The temporary categories is limitless, but Canada is considering to, to cap those categories too. Today, we are just talking about immigration plans as they relate to permanent residents. And I think, Joseph, if you qualify under one of many immigration programs that Canada offers, there's a lot of things to do in Canada uh, to bring your family, bring your business, and, and uh, make, make this, this uh, great northern country your home. All right, next question from Rao. Uh, did... Okay, Richard, sorry, Richard Dickens. Richard is asking, did the minister say what plan they have to get more people trained up to process, up to process the increasing processing times for just about everything? Okay, yeah, they've been hiring at the ministry level. They've been hiring aggressively. I think last year they have hired 
1,200 new staff members. And in certain, at certain processing centers or embassies, things have improved, but not in all of them. Uh, and we see uh, our processing time to be as usual, regardless of new hires that ministry did last year. I think they are now trained accordingly. And in 2024, I hope, it's my uh, sincere hope, that those new hires will be trained enough to move the, this pile of new application, over 2 million applications in the backlog, to move with them uh, more efficiently. Uh, I don't know how this will affect. I hope it will affect positively because they've been spending a lot of money uh, to, to hire new people. Uh, Rao is asking the question, hello, is there a business immigration program for foreigners who want to invest in real estate in Canada, specifically building commercial plazas, hotels, or residential units? Well, if you become a construction company, there are opportunities. But investing into passive, in a passive manner into real estate existing properties, it's not realistic. Uh, it's, it needs to be tailored accordingly. If you become a leasing company, where, whereas you own commercial properties and you lease it out, but you have to actively manage the, the whole, the whole uh, business. It's whenever you come closer to passive investment, I would raise red flags. But when you come to more actively managing the business, you, you should be safe. Uh, as I said, uh, building, building commercial plazas, hotels, or residential units, you are talking about not just investment, but more about construction business. And construction is going forward quite uh, aggressively these days. As a follow-up, uh, Rao asked, for these foreigners, entrepreneurs, will startup visa program be suitable or is PNP a better option? I think startup visa program is about innovative, scalable, investable, and competitive businesses on a global scale. I don't think it fits exactly, but if you bring a novelty into a construction industry, for example, 3D printing in construction or doing this in an innovative way, you can go with traditional businesses, but bring an innovative approach, then that could fit startup visa program. Usually, in a traditional way with no innovation at all, just doing the traditional business, PNP programs and federal business immigration programs such as intra-company transfer, C11, significant benefit, work permit. And I hope today, Minister Miller will be announcing the new innovation stream that was promised uh, this June, the, this past June. The new innovation stream, let's see what that has to say. Maybe that would be another option to explore when it comes to the doing construction business or novelty in a construction industry. Okay, I think that we are done with the questions today. Again, just a quick reminder, we'll go back and we will come online live today after Minister makes an announcement at 4 p.m. It's about uh, six hours from now, five, six hours from now. And then we will come live again at 5 p.m. Toronto time, Eastern time. If you want to join, we will be happy to, to discuss. By that time, I hope we will have tangible numbers
from Minister Miller as to what's going to happen in 2024, 25, and 26. That would give us a good guidance. Thank you for your participation today. Stay tuned.